I'm green. Da da dee da 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 dee da 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 dee da 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 dee da. Is this because it's an Earth Day episode? Yeah. I like it, Picasso. I'm Lamont. I hate when animals encounter our trash. And I'm Leia. I hate Ziploc bags with a passion. And you're tuning into the, the Lamont and Leia podcast. So it is April still. <laughs> April 17th. That's the date. I had to look at my computer. <laughs> yeah, it's actually April 17th, and this is the beginning of Earth Week. And April 22nd is actually the National Earth Day. So you can celebrate Earth Week from the 17th to the 22nd. And then you can jump into National Picnic Day, where you can go have a picnic in nature. That's great. April 25th is National DNA Day and National Zucchini Bread Day. Now, there's a reason I put zucchini bread on here. Leia, you know the reason. I, I do know the reason. One time, guys, one time, Leia's mom, I asked her to make me zucchini bread, and she said she would make me zucchini bread, but she never made my zucchini bread, but she ate my zucchini. And that is the story. <laughs> Do you want me to ruin your day? Or do you want to remain in this funny story for the rest of your life? Oh my gosh. What happened to the zucchini? Do you, you better answer. Give yeah, me consent, just, Lamont. Let's tell the truth. Okay. The truth will set us free. My mom didn't make any of that zucchini bread. No, None I know. She never made any of it. Like, ever. Any of the zucchini breads? She didn't make those. Oh. But she didn't ever correct anyone. Well, she didn't make my zucchini bread and she ate my zucchini. She, so. she didn't buy me one. Yeah, she bought them from some bakery that made them in store, like fresh. They're still freshly baked, just not by my mom. And then she would repackage them and give them away at Christmas. I'm like, girl. Oh. Shady. Well, I didn't even get one for Christmas. <laughs> I, I will on April 25th. So, uh, what is it? Next Monday, I'll bring you some zucchini bread to celebrate. <laughs> All right. And then I like this one because I think Leigh and I can like relate to this one. It's April 27th, National Tell a Story Day. So, Ooh. if you're out and about and you want to celebrate this like day, like tell someone a story, like just a little quick story. You know? Oh, also it's Stop Wasting Food Day. And that's oh. the, that's every last Wednesday in April. Oh, so that's it, great. it switches, right? And then finally, finally, we have April 30th, which is National Pool Opening Day. It's always the last Saturday in April, and I am so excited. Bring on summer. Bring <laughs> on summer. So um, today, Leia, what are we talking about? Well, first of all, Lamar, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I totally ran out of time to find a guest today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. It happens. Um, but I am using my online ingenuity today to have many guests. Um, today, sustainability TikTok will be helping us discuss our topic, um, which is which is uh, about sustainability and how we can be more sustainable. All right, I have one question. Yes. Is there going to be a TikTok sustainability dance? No. Oh. But I mean, if I find one, I'll, I'll edit it. Okay. <laughs> There's got to be someone who did a dance. It's got to be. I'll look for it. Let me find one. <laughs> um. But all right, since there's no one to introduce yet, uh, let's just hop right in. Let's get started. Uh, and I'm going to put you on the spot, Lamont. What do you think about being sustainable? What do you think about first? Um, I guess like sus- I, I guess I don't think of it as in terms of being sustainable. Like I have this ongoing thought of processes that I wish to imply into my house, into my life, into my routine that will be better for me and better for the planet. And I'm always kind of like thinking about stuff like that. Mm. Cool. Um, sorry. Let me let me read this quotation. It is from Executive Order 13514 of the Federal Leadership in Environmental Energy and Economic Performance, <laughs> which was posted in October 5th, 2009. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sustainability means to create and maintain conditions under which humans and nature can exist in productive harmony that permit fulfilling of social, economic, and other requirements of present and future generations. Okay. What do you think that means? It sounds like um, it's just a definition describing what some people do and what some people don't do. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Um, so today I'm going to kind of pretty much be talking only about like environmental sustainability, like how we can be more like, I think people refer to it as like green, right? Okay. Um, but sustainability does actually entail things outside of just the environment. Um, it relates to uh, like social stuff economics um development like how our society develops um and to help us learn more about those three and also about environmental sustainability um i have a few tiktok guests that uh are gonna help us uh so the first one is by user cheyenne deirdrick cheyenne deirdrick I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Um, so she is going to help us to uh, learn a little bit more about what sustainability is. What is sustainability? When people think about sustainability, they think about going green or being environmentally friendly. And while that is an important aspect, it isn't necessarily always the case. There are three pillars to sustainability. One is the economy. Another is the environment and the third is society. Having a balance of all three of those aspects is essential. If any one of those aspects is not being paid attention to, it throws off the whole balance of the system. For example, if something is amazing for the environment and helps society progress, uh, that's great. But if it's not financially feasible to implement, then it's just not sustainable in the long run. 
it's just not viable. Sustainability is important for the environment, but it's important from an economic and social standpoint too. All right, so uh, she brought up a great point uh, and something that I wanna point out too is uh, outside of just like the environmental impact of sustainability, um, other things can be a part of sustainability um, in which like, if we have certain like rules and regulations, but like they are not very good long-term, then they're not a sustainable, you know, uh, rule, regulation. Uh, that's why stuff has to change all the time. <laughs> um, I like the point that she brought up about like, if it's not affordable, mm -hmm. then just because it might be doable, we shouldn't do it. Like, yeah. it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. um, I actually have another uh, TikTok user uh, who goes by the name Sustainable Steps, uh, who defines that exact like idea just a little bit more. So this is actually a really great question. So what is sustainability? Now, a lot of people like to think that it's a bunch of green images in an office and a lot of people singing Kumbaya. And yes, I realize I am my own cliche, but in practice, it's actually quite complicated. Now, one of the most popular definitions of sustainability is what's called the triple bottom line. Now, what the triple bottom line looks at is the environmental, economic, and social impact of a product or process or whatever it is that you're looking at. And so, despite common belief, how it works is that, yes, something may be better environmentally, but if it's so expensive that no one can afford it, it's not sustainable. So you really have to look at what will help all three factors, environment, business, and social in the long run. And that's what sustainability is. Please leave any more questions you may have in the comments and I'll get to as many as I can. The other topics of sustainability outside of like the environmental impacts, um, I'm still learning about, but like it does make sense. So for example, when you think about electric vehicles, right? People and companies and businesses have been going on and on about how like, oh, this is gonna be great for our environment, um, less gasoline, less fossil fuels. Um, but realistically, it's not affordable by the general population. So I have heard that they're trying to like streamline those processes and make it a little more affordable for everyone. But until then, personally, I wouldn't consider like electric vehicles a sustainable option until they are more affordable. Yeah. Uh, because it checks off environmental, it checks off business, but it doesn't really check off social because not most people that I know personally can't afford an electric vehicle. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have to make them affordable. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I do want to do another episode in the future talking about that kind of stuff. Um, like the aspects outside of environmental sustainability. Um, but I just, I don't think I'm versed enough. So I definitely would have to like go outside of like TikTok <laughs> and find someone who knows a lot more about that. Um, but yeah, so that is, that is sustainability. Um, another little point before I move on is uh, sustainability also has to do with resource use. Um, I do have another TikTok, but pretty much the, a lot of problems that we have with um, our resources, like not just trees, but um, electricity, water, mm -hmm. um, even monetary, I think it falls into this, like the inability to access certain things that 
you know, some people don't have access to certain stuff. Um, that means that those processes are also not sustainable um, because it's a balance of finding a resource that can be renewed or, you know, reintroduced. Right. Um, yeah, so I do have another little TikTok by Philip G. Jessup. What does sustainable actually mean? Well, unfortunately, the definition of sustainable has changed over the years, so it may no longer mean what you think it means. I'm sitting on the ruins of an old sawmill built over 200 years ago. They used to cut down the local trees to feed the sawmill, and when the local trees were gone, they cut down trees further and further away, making the price of the lumber go up until they weren't profitable anymore. They weren't operating sustainably. The original definition comes from a German fellow named Volkarlowitz who was worrying about the same problem. He defines sustainability as the use of resources at a rate no greater than the rate at which nature can replenish those resources. That means it's okay to do logging and cut down trees, as long as you don't do it any faster than the rate at which nature can put those trees back. But in the 20th century, the definition drifted. It changed from the preservation of resources to the preservation of human welfare. And sure, resource preservation was still a part of that, but it was a smaller part. Instead of being 100% of the definition of sustainable, now it's maybe only half the definition of sustainable. And then it changed yet again. The modern definition of sustainable is the triple bottom line, which means we worry about social, economic, and environmental factors. So now environmental factors are only a third of the definition. And even worse, we find that of the environmental third of the definition, only a portion of it is actually resource preservation. There's an oil company that sells a sustainable dry cleaning solvent made from petroleum. That would be laughable by the original definition of sustainable. But by the triple bottom line definition, they might actually be right about it being sustainable because preservation of resources is so unimportant in the modern definition of sustainable. So thanks to the modern triple bottom line definition, we can burn through our resources and not worry about it we can still call it sustainable. So if anybody says that something is sustainable, ask them which definition they're using. I think he brings up a good point. Um, and that kind of brings me back to like my college days where I did take this energy class and there, like, there was two terms. It was like resources that were um, reusable mm -hmm. and then un not reusable energies or resources mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like the, the example they used is oil right and oil like gas like gas and oil and like once all the oil's gone if there's not more oil produced in the ground which takes like hundreds of millions of years to produce like it's gone so we're gonna have to like find other um reusable sources mm -hmm. yeah so um i I did like, and it was a little repetitive because he did mention some of the other stuff from the other uh, uh, videos. Um, but he brings up a great point. Like a lot of people are forgetting about like resource renewal. So um, yeah, like it might be like, we'll go back to the electric car thing, right? 
like, yeah, it might be good so socially, it might be good for the environment, but like the things that go into making those batteries mm -hmm, mm -hmm. are not easily replenishable. So it's just like, at what point is that actually sustainable? Who right. knows? They're still doing sciencey stuff, which I'm hyped for. They've been doing sciencey stuff for years, though. So um, hopefully, one day we can have more uh, sustainable options um, to fill all three of those sections. Like I don't know too much about all the other aspects, but I do know a little bit about the environmental side. So um, we're going to transition onto that. Uh, if you guys know anything about the like social and economic aspects of sustainability, contact us. I'd love to have a conversation. Love to have you on the podcast. Love to do another one of these uh, because sustainability is important to me. Um, outside of the environmental impact stuff too. Um, we gotta save the world. Honestly, actually, that's a great, that's a great question, Lamont. Have you tried to make sustainable changes and how did that work for you? We're talking, we're talking environmentally now. So we're going to transition just to be talking about environmentally now. Well, I don't litter. Like, I choose not to litter. Like, I won't, like, like, I will throw things in the trash. Now, is that really helping? I don't know, because the landfills and stuff. I do recycle. But again, like, is that really helping? Um, yeah, um, other than that, um, I haven't really done much of anything else. Well, you know, sometimes, yeah. sometimes I try to buy like repurposed or reused. Um, mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully later when I give some tips and tricks, uh, we can find you some other stuff to incorporate into your life. Um, for me personally, what changes have I made? Um, I try really hard to not buy, uh, like soaps and bottles. Like I try to go to stores where I can refill the soap. Cause that's like a really easy thing that I'm buying all the time. Every few months I buy like huge bottles though. <laughs> so like every few months I have to go in and just like, why would I buy another bottle when I can just go over here and refill it? Um, so that I have a few things like that, but mostly soap. Um, I used to do that with uh, certain like rice and noodles and stuff, but there is nowhere out where I live currently, not in California, but back in Hawaii, there's no place that does that at an affordable price, which means it's not sustainable for me economically to do that um some other stuff i do is we compost now which cool. yeah which reduces food waste um for two reasons like you're still throwing out food but uh for us since patrick gardens it works out good for him because he has a i think it's soil or fertilizer one of those um but a second reason is um landfills can have such a concentrated uh f like food just rotting which and it'll get piled on top of each other and it'll ferment more which creates more gases and stuff so um having it elsewhere turning it into soil rather than just rotting food um can be a little helpful yeah um yeah. vlad's been I'm, I'm sure i can share this <laughs> vlad's been wanting to get a compost for the house um he's been talking about it so Oh, well, perfect. I could come help you guys with that. Oh, okay. 
projects, projects, projects. We'll have to do that. Um, we'll, we'll have to have Patrick come on and talk about composting because he knows more about that than I do. But it, it's fun, it's easy, and it can be useful. Um, so the question is, why do we need to be more sustainable? Speaking of environmentally. Because if we don't, we will die. <laughs> I think I think that's the one argument that like people who don't really believe in like any type of like climate change bring up all the time. They're just like, oh, so we're just gonna die? <laughs> like there's no other reasoning behind it. And no one takes the time to like explain stuff to them. Well, so yeah, I hear that all the like, time. Like we're poisoning our environment. So yeah. like we're poisoning our home <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either we're gonna mutate or we're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just i hear that a lot where they're just like oh we're just gonna die well that's not a good enough reason for me to blah 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 it's not i guess not um okay. but like something i want to point out is like everything that we do affects like the earth and it could be a good thing it could do a bad thing like every single move that we make does something Butterfly effect. Did we talk about that in an episode we did. Like last we did. year sometime? Yeah, yeah. Um, so while breathing or going for a swim may not be like bad, like they're not going to do anything harmful, um, it still affects our environment. So like breathing releases carbon dioxide into the air. Uh, going for a swim, if you swim by like a bush or like a water bush where like a fish is living, you just disrupted their habitat, like little small unimportant things. Um, so like, think about things that are, are harmful, like littering or like dumping oil or gasoline into our water on accident, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> it's like, those all have negative impacts. Uh, so I think we need to be more sustainable for that reason. Like every little thing that we do makes an impact. Yeah. And it's going to impact our quality of life. Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of people, when you talk about, so, oh, remember when it was just like, oh, no more plastic straws because save the turtles. Yes. So a lot of people would argue, well, like, this is just one singular straw. Like, it's not me. That's the bad person. It's the people make manufacturing the straw, or it's the person who's selling the drink that comes with the straw. Um, while while that is has some like merit to it our larger companies do need to be a little more like honest and like need to work on their environmental impact um the power that we have as individuals also is important uh so i have two more TikToks to help us explain the power of the individual when it comes to being more sustainable environmentally all right while you're bringing that up let's talk about save the turtles <laughs> like in the whole straw thing like i actually like the paper straws but then i don't know like i feel like they work fine for other people but maybe i drink too much or too often mine dissolve which kind of makes me a little bit sad yeah <laughs> i think like most people have that problem i don't think paper is the way to go okay i really don't um, Buying your own straw is great. Like, I have a few of my own that way buy, and I actually clean them out. I have the straw cleaners and stuff, and, like, mm -hmm. hey, like, it's worth it to me. Yeah, That's exactly. Um, what was really unfortunate about the pandemic is 
we weren't allowed to bring stuff like that with us anymore. And but I have a bunch, and I used to use them constantly. I used to have like uh, forks, spoons, chopsticks, straws, cups, everything. Um, but thank goodness things are starting to hopefully, fingers crossed, get back to how it was before, or at least as close as we can be. Um, and maybe we'll start to get to use those again because it kills me every single time I go out and they just hand me a straw and I'm like, man, I have a cup right here. I just can't give it to you to put stuff inside of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, let's watch this video. All right. Let's talk about the power of the individual when it comes to sustainability. It's important to note that a majority of the impact and responsibility for the climate crisis falls on larger institutions and corporations. But that does not mean that the individual's actions aren't important and that they don't matter. In fact, an individual's actions are really important. They signal the demand and the kind of future that we want to see. This holds these larger institutions accountable, whether they're corporations and they have to answer to our consumer demand and supply what we are demanding, or whether they're governments and they're responding to us as constituents in our votes and our advocacy for the type of legislation that we want to see. So what we do as individuals matter, especially when we act collectively and in community, because that will amplify our impact. So don't get discouraged and think that your actions don't matter. Instead, rally some friends and start making change within your community and getting loud about what you want to see for the future. That was brought to us by TikTok user Brooke M. Bowlin. Cool. Yeah, so that, I mean, I said we were just going to talk about environmental, but that does kind of like come back into like the social and economic impacts of sustainability because she's right. Like the things that we buy and the things that like buy over each other, it like does, it counts as a vote. And, you know, companies and marketers who are watching these trends and stuff will kind of pick up on them, which is why you'll see more like, if you go to like Target nowadays and look at the shelves, there are a few more like either recyclable, reusable, refillable like products that you can okay. access okay. just at a normal Target. Um, so it is nice. People are picking up on those trends and I'm hoping for the future that that continues um oh another thing i just thought of the mask thing it was killing me every time i had to use one of those masks and just like throw it away ah. uh, it's still killing me because like every day i have to like <laughs> i have to watch like people do that in like you know grocery stores or like the kids do that too because like I have reusable ones that I wash and everything, mm -hmm. but like try and get a 10 year old to do that. It's not happening. <laughs> so um, yeah, that one killed me. Uh, but I do have another video right. uh, about why the individual is still important um, when it comes to sustainable choices. Why should I care about saving the environment? I'm just one person. I've heard this so many times and I've even thought about it myself. But here are three reasons why your actions as an individual do matter. One, humans are super social creatures and you never know who's watching and who you could influence. By being eco-friendly in your daily life, you're exemplifying to other people that it's possible. Two, the micro dictates the macro. 
Remember that governments and corporations were formed and succeed and thrive because of us. We vote every single day with our dollars and where you spend your money says a lot. So support the companies that do good. And three, the only way we're gonna make change is collectively. So in order to make change collectively, you as an individual and every individual needs to do their part to make a difference. All right, so that's just three more reasons why it's important on an individual level, um, but still holding bigger corporations and institutions to a standard. Yes. Um, I think I'm ready for a break. Did you have anything you wanted to like talk about or cover or yeah so last night actually i was thinking about being sustainable um because i wanted to buy out a coffee stopper because he complains that his coffee in the morning spills so i was like okay let's get coffee stoppers mm -hmm. but um i couldn't find one that i could just buy like like 15 or 16 dollars and just keep reusing mm -hmm. um they only had like the disposable ones mm -hmm. which made me sad I think you can you're talking about the little piece that goes in the top of the cup right honestly i would just pick one up from starbucks and just use it forever just forever <laughs> that's the kind of stupid stuff i do i got a whole drawer of like washed utensils from going out to eat <laughs> okay. no like i wanted to get one with like an a on it ah uh, but like like they didn't have one of those so We'll have to find it. We'll scour the internet. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to take a break and get some Let's water. Okay. And then when we get back, I am going to talk about some realistic ways to be more sustainable this Earth Week. All right. Let's do it. Okay, Lamont, today let's talk about favorites again we haven't done that in a while um so Lamont, what is one of your favorite foods that you could eat like forever um the first thing that popped into my head was mango <laughs> i don't know if it would be sustainable to provide you <laughs> a lifetime supply of mango <laughs> maybe it is i have no idea i don't know anything about mangoes except that they are delicious. They are delicious. Yeah. They're actually one of the fruits that are higher in sugar too. So. They're very high in sugar, but like, like tastes really good. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't care. <laughs> um, for me, I would have to like if there was no limit, <laughs> it would have to be like sushi. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Just love my fish. Love my rice. It's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, like you don't have to gorge out every time. Like you can just have a few pieces here, a few pieces here, a few pieces here, and a few pieces here. That's actually like doable. But we gorge out because we play all you can eat price. Exactly. You know what? Maybe and they were like, why did we eat so much? I know. I wish we could just, I don't know. I cannot justify out here spending, and out here I mean California, because I'm still in California currently. I cannot justify dropping like $10 plus <laughs> on like a tray of like eight piece sushi. And I'm just like, oh yeah. Like especially from the store. Ew. I know. And then sometimes it's not even good. I went to this restaurant one day and it had like a really cute name, had really good reviews. I was super excited. I ordered like $20 worth of it. Cause I was like, I was craving 
and it was boring. Mm. I was like, I would have had a better experience going to Stater Brothers and buying their sushi. Or a place that just has all you can eat for $25. That too. I should just go. Just not that place. Just not that place all you can eat. No, thank you. <laughs> um, What other favorites do you have, Lamont? Um, Grillers, actually. So there's a veggie burger called a griller, and I feel like I could eat that every day. <laughs> I haven't had those in forever. I just realized that. Huh. I'm going to have to have some soon. Um, For me, iced tea. Like, I'm not picky. Just any iced tea. I just love iced tea. Um, Yeah, that's probably like my favorite drink. Plus, it's very close to water. <laughs> it's just flavored water, right? <laughs> it's the color of water. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, wait. Okay, that was just a bad joke. <laughs> All right. Um, any, what is a surprising favorite food that you have? Surprising? Surprising? How like about me- you go first? Oh man, I was trying to think too. <laughs> what is so- like something that either people don't eat very often or like is very niche? Pork. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't. I know some people do, but not me. Silly um, guy. I'm trying to think. A surprising food. I would have to say, for me, canned tuna. I like canned tuna. I know. A lot of people do, but, like, especially, like, in the media. Oh, I know. To talk about the media, canned tuna aside, I think a lot of people like it more than they realize. I love kale. I'm sorry. Everyone hates kale. I love it. <laughs> I don't think I hate kale. I don't eat or consume it as much as I can. And I think the best way to consume it is probably in a smoothie. I make, like, every morning, well, not recently, I've been too busy, but usually my normal routine is I make kale, eggs, and rice for breakfast. Mm. Delicious. Delicious. Um, Yeah, so that would be my, like... Surprise? Surprise one. I don't think I have a surprise one. Lamont is normal. (laughs) I eat a lot of things. Great. That was a nice little short round of favorites. Um, What is your guys' favorite food? What's your favorite, like, food that people wouldn't usually associate with being someone's favorite? Um, What could you eat a million of and still want more? (laughs) Let us know down in the comments. And we're back back and we're still talking about sustainability and Leia's going to give us a few tips to help us be more sustainable this earth week all right so when you look up sustainability tips you see a lot of like zero waste a lot of go vegan a lot of um i don't know change this product in your routine blah 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 blah, blah. well those are good things they don't work for everyone. And I feel like a lot of those aren't sustainable for certain individuals. For me personally, I could never go vegan. So yeah. even if yeah, yeah, even if I wanted to, even if I really wanted to try and I was convicted that like that is what 
is my next step in sustainability. I couldn't do that. (laughs) My thing is, this is my thing. This is my thing. Here's my little rant. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. Let me freaking have my cheese, my dairy. Like, come on. Like, do you just want me to be unhappy? Like, live an unhappy life? Come on. Okay, that's it. Newsflash, Lamont, anti-vegan. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. He's not (laughs) anti-vegan. But, um... Yeah, so today I wanted to share a few things that people could easily change and could potentially not have an issue with it being sustainable for them personally. Um, The first easiest one that I think a lot of people already do um, is changing their billing to paperless. Yes, I've done that. I Yeah, so it's, it's super easy. Most people have online banking accounts. I think it's probably maybe the older generation or some other like millennial age people who aren't very like tech savvy. Um, but it's very easy. Um, I know most of us are at least online one or two times a day, if not like constantly. (laughs) Um, I mean, I always have my phone on me. I got that thing on me (laughs) all the time. Um, and so like, while I support the U S postal service, um, I think they're necessary think about like the thousands of people every day that receive a bill right and like a bill always has that like extra useless piece of paper at the end that's like their terms and conditions or like even the one page that says page intentionally left blank and you're just like then why did you print it (laughs) um so like not only are we wasting paper when we get paper bills um which like is like a forest thing you know deforestation uh but like who knows how much gasoline that takes to transport all those hundreds of thousands of pages blank pages (laughs) to people so by switching to e-billing you can keep your billing a little more organized because it's right there on your computer you don't have to like have folders and papers everywhere um reduces clutter in my opinion um and then also the deforestation the gasoline thing Easy peasy. (laughs) Um, And if you don't know if your utility like offers e-billing, call them, Google it. Um, And if they don't, call them and be like, hey, it's 2022. Why can't I pay my bill online? (laughs) Right? Right. Um, Okay. Why can't you text me to remind me to pay my bill? There you go. <laughs> um, another thing that people can do is buy quality products. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the largest sources of waste that I've seen, like personally, like in my own family, in my own friend groups, is like buying cheap products that break after one use. What do you mean? So, like, you know, you always found a good deal for like something you're looking for at like Wish or the dollar store or like Walmart. Dice I don't wherever. I don't approve of wish. Wish is crap. Yeah, agree. But like think about that. Like people are just like, oh, I need this thing. Go on wish, it's 50 cents, right? And then like two dollars shipping, but like 250, right? The problem is like half of those products are so cheaply and mass like cheaply made and mass produced that they're usually not very like well made products and like maybe you'll use them Agreed. once or twice and then they break and then look you gotta toss it go buy another one <laughs> yeah and like get wa- off of amazon 
and while it did save you a few bucks up front like you have to go throw that out you have to go drive somewhere you have to go order it online you're spending more money you're spending more gasoline whether it's you or the delivery driver and it's just like that's it becomes a cycle and it keeps happening and happening and happening um and like most people will go back and they'll buy the cheap one again because like oh it's only a dollar it's only two dollars but then like $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, that adds up. You could have just bought a better one to begin with. Agreed. Yeah. Amazon. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> I, I'm definitely Amazon over Wish. Like I, I gave Wish a try a couple of different times. Just mm-hmm. Like occasionally you'll find like a really cheap product that does like perform well and like it doesn't break it like lasts for a lifetime but like i'm just saying i'm just saying it's the easier way to do it save up a little more monies go buy your better quality stuff and that i'm gonna talk about like shoes and stuff too like people be buying like five dollar shoes and then wear it for a month and they're just like oh gotta throw these shoes away go buy another five dollar pair of shoes (laughs) um which actually relates to my next point um, try to cut down on fast fashion. Um, it's kind of like a whole topic by itself. Um, but to summarize fast fashion for anyone that doesn't know what fast fashion is, um, it is the production of clothes and accessories in high volume and rapid pace as the manufacturers are trying to keep up with trends. This usually means that the product is cheaper and low quality materials are being used. And the clothes are usually priced so cheap and affordable, air quotes, um, that you know the people making them are not being paid, like, at all, probably. A few cents. <laughs> not livable. Um, so, with that being said, I know there are a lot of people who are struggling financially who probably can't, like, look at a pair of shoes at a cheaper place for like five bucks versus a good pair of shoes for like a hundred dollars. Right. And I know, I understand that like, that's not always going to be feasible because you need to replace your shoes now. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, sometimes that's why I said to cut down on fast fashion, like do what you can to try and do that. So like if you could maybe put up with your cheap shoes for a few more weeks, months, however long to like save up a few more dollars and get those more well-made shoes, then it's pro- it's going to work out for you in the long run, even though it's more cost up front. But I'm right. saying like, not everyone can do that. So right. maybe like, do we need to buy 20 t-shirts to fit a new trend? Probably not. Um, Oh, actually, I do have a TikTok for that. I just remembered that. Um, so there is a woman. Um, who? What is her username? Kate. Kate. Like, sorry, I don't. I can't read her last name, but her name is Kate, um, and she brings up a really good uh, point about uh, not cutting down on fast fashion, but how you can change your fashion uh, to be more sustainable. All right. 
I don't wear a lot of patterns and there is a reason for it. Patterns go in and out of trends a lot faster than just solid colored clothes. Certain colors go in and out of trend a lot faster than just plain neutral, which is why I chose a neutral wardrobe in my effort to be more sustainable. If I do wear a pattern, it's going to be one that's very classic like a tartan, a plaid, a herringbone, polka dots, stripes. If I'm going to go for a more bold print, I will still choose something classic like a ferro or a jacquard. And this is simply out of the effort to be more sustainable with the clothes that I wear so that I can wear them for a longer time. That's another good point. It's an easier one to make. Um, trying to, I, this is probably on more like the harder side than like more easy, realistic ones. But like trying to find some well-made, well-quality pieces that you can use in your wardrobe that aren't so different and bold and have so many like in style patterns that they're unwearable in a month's time. Like, I mean, this is just a simple tank top that has my school, like my college on it, but like, it's just black and green. I've had this shirt for many, many years. It's well-made. Um, <laughs> I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. And it matches pretty much everything that I own. Um, so. This is a long sleeve green shirt that I usually wear under other shirts. <laughs> and a brown hat to celebrate Earth Day. Aww. He's in color coding, color matching for the event. <laughs> um, but like that, that's a good that's a good example. And like that shirt looks like it's pretty well made. It's probably gonna last you a long time. I've had it probably for seven eight years exactly and it, from here i mean i can only see you on the computer but it looks like it's still in great condition and who knows you might be like 80 years old and they're just like what do we do with grandpa's shirt yeah. <laughs> i keep too many of my clothes i need to start like no that's good that's the point i'm trying to make <laughs> <laughs> but like like leia like remember last year when we were like getting us like hey i still have that shirt for the Levi and leia like show and i grew that's true <laughs> like that's a that, really old shirt that was a pretty old shirt it's very out of fashion so like it's not usable anymore but like we didn't think about that when we were like 15 buying clothes like we just wanted something that was cool um, but yeah, so that's another, another thing we can do. Um, another easy thing to do is buy local. Um, so usually you hear this term when it comes to like food and farmers yeah. markets and everything, yeah. but like buying local in general can actually benefit the economy in your community. So that goes back to like the other aspects of sustainability. Um, so supporting smaller businesses rather than larger stores, uh, directly helps your own community. Uh, it goes back to like basic economics, I think. Uh, it's like the idea is that if people have money, they'll spend it. And those that they buy from will now have money and they spend it. And so it just kind of puts more money back into our economy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, buying local from local artisans and everything, uh, which reminds me if you need stickers, uh, Lamont Leia sells stickers. Put your money um, back in the economy. Put your money back into our pockets so we can make more podcasts. <laughs> um, and then I have just three, four, three, three, one, two, th I can't count. Four little short TikToks that have just some really quick little life hacks uh, that are more sustainable that I think are very easily 
doable. Sustainable things I do that are more convenient than the unsustainable things I did before. Part four. Instead of carrying my groceries in plastic or even canvas bags, I load all my groceries into my cart at checkout and then transfer them to old boxes and or laundry baskets. This is a great option if you live far from the grocery store and need to take your car and you don't like carrying bags or you don't already have reusable bags. This planet-friendly method makes it easy to carry everything in one single trip. So easy that David here can be seen spinning with joy. Like and follow for part five. That video was by Mostly Eco Morgan. Free things you could be doing to be more eco-friendly, part two. Use your towels more than once to save energy and water by cutting down on the number of washes. Use up what you have at home before buying new low-waste products. Hair is compostable, so make sure to save your hair for the compost. And lastly, make sure to unplug appliances once you're done using them. That video was by The Eco Twin. I have a question for you. Would you throw away this cauliflower just because it was a little bit brown? Well, a few years ago, I definitely would have, but that's only because I didn't know how bad it was to send our food to landfill for climate change. I also never thought about the resources it took to grow food, like the greenhouse gas emissions from transportation or the water usage. So next time your cauliflower is brown, don't throw it away, just cut off the brown bits. That video was by Environmental Education. Or cook it before it spoils. Yeah, that's another good point. But like, just the idea, there's a lot of people who throw, I'm not gonna put anyone under the bus in my household. <laughs> but there is a certain person at this house who refuses to touch a banana if it is slightly brown. Blend it. Blend it. Refu refuses. I, it was hilarious because they had started to get spotty. But like, the inside of the banana is still fine. Even like when they're black, sometimes they're perfectly fine. It's just the outside. But anyway, it started to get spotty and they went up to the bananas, picked one up and goes, ooh, it's brown. Put it down and walked away. <laughs> I was like, please just eat the banana. Well, I can't, I actually can't when they're that brown because that means they're super ripe. Mm -hmm. be, and like, it gets like really like, gross for me like yeah but then you can so use I it for it. other stuff yeah I you can use it for it. other stuff but like these Baking. ones had, had just started to get spotty like it wasn't even brown yet like there were just spots on it i was like please <laughs> but anyway so yeah uh trying to use up food before it goes bad or when it's slightly marred not just tossing it just cutting off those parts and using it i'm not saying rotten because that's dangerous. Yeah. But, you know, if your apple has a bruise on it, it's still fine. Just cut the little part off and then the rest of the apple is perfectly fine. Um, okay, hold on one more. Gorgeous, gorgeous people are using 2022 to care for the items they already have instead of buying new things. Today, we are getting it together and taking care of our wooden utensils and cutting boards so that we avoid stuff like this. I am heating up some coconut oil, but you can buy yourself a nice mineral oil to do this, but we are just using what we have today. And we're just going at it. I just do this in a super lazy way and there's really no way to like totally mess it up. Make sure your utensils are prepped and clean and sand them if needed. And if you know what type of food you use it with, feel free to also add some salt or sugar to that oil and you can let that sit for like 24 hours or put it in the oven at 350 for two minutes now they're looking better they got some better color just look at that before and after and they are more protected against things like warps and cracks and that video was by new lifestyle so that last one might have been a little hard to understand if you're just listening to this podcast but um that's another great thing and a very easily like 
doable thing would be to replace your plastic cookware with wooden ones. Now, obviously things like a spatula, like to scoop like pancakes and that, that one, you probably can't find a wooden alternative. At least I haven't yet. Right. Um, well, but definitely enough one. You mean, right? Yeah. 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 So like, so like wooden spoons and stuff are great. Like they last a long time. If, if you take care of them, which this TikTok was about like oiling them so that they stay nice and pliable. Um, but they last a long time. If they ever do break, they biodegrade very easily. Um, and like she was saying in regards to like cutting boards and stuff, you, if you cook like the same thing on it all the time, you can actually season it to make it a little more taste tasty. Um, so yeah, those, those were my suggestions on things that people could easily make like changes people could easily make. Is there anything that sparked your interest a lot? Yeah, I think the unplugging of our um, appliances that aren't in use. Because not only will that, like, I think that would save me money, too. Because, like, mm -hmm. even, like, when they're off, like, they're not being on, like, I think a little bit of power is still running. Mm -hmm. Yep, so. exactly. Everything that is plugged in, I think it's called vampire energy. It's still using very slight amount of energy every day. So it'll save you money and yeah. save electricity yeah i know a friend who like um if he's going on a trip he'll clean out his whole entire um fridge and then like he leaves it cracked open i think with baking powder mm -hmm. and then unplugs it that's really smart i never thought of that huh usually we have people still at the house so i haven't had to do that but i'll have to remember that for like if we all ever go on a trip <laughs> for a while um yeah so Let's see. The car thing, I kind of already do. I just bring everything loose from the store out to the car and pack it there. Yeah, I have bags. I have um, bags I bought to mm -hmm. carry. They're really nice. Like, actually, I don't even know if I can find this anymore, but it's a really nice, like, square box. It fits a lot of stuff in here, mm -hmm. and it's super nice, but... Yeah, I bought them like when they first we start first started going green, way mm -hmm. back when. Yeah, see that's awesome. That's that's a that's an easy change to make. And then if you don't want to buy the reusable bags and spend money on that, just a laundry basket or a cardboard box in the back of your car when you go shopping, pretty easy. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to say <laughs> about sustainability. Uh, what kind of things do you guys do um, to be more sustainable? Do you have any other tips that people could use that would be sustainable for themselves if they're just starting to do this or if they don't know if they can do it financially? Um, let us know down in the comments. And again, if you know anything about sustainability in regards to the social and economic impacts, contact us because we'd love to have you on to speak yeah um and i think that's it enjoy your earth week and we will see you in our next episode yeah. um if if you follow me personally um, i'll probably be playing like earth song and some other things yeah all right <laughs> go check out lamont's page later this week all right thank you bye bye
Today's life lesson is experience what you have learned. No matter how much we think we know about some topic, it's only after we have put that knowledge into use that we get confirmation of the actual level of understanding that we possess. Sure, we can read about painting, learning all the techniques and brush types and color palettes, etc. But only when we get in front of a canvas and start painting do we put our knowledge to the test. As EDU Geek Club career expert Julia Smith once wrote, young people often face difficulties when it comes to putting what they have learned into practice. Therefore, all this knowledge becomes useless when it should be the fuel that propels their career. And that is today's life lesson. This has been the Lamont and Leia podcast. Created by Lamont Damon and Leia Nakahiki. Special thanks to the TikTok users mentioned in this episode. This episode's topic was brought to light by me, Leia Nakahiki. And this episode was also edited by Leia Nakahiki. Our music is from Dream Wars. Let us know what you thought of our show or give us some topic suggestions by sending us a message on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Did you know you could also watch our show? We upload every episode on Facebook and YouTube. A link to both can be found in the show description. Please consider supporting our podcasts. Check out our Anchor page for more information. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Check you later.